This is Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show on WFMU. And I guess I'm the host of Best Show Gems also. As I said earlier, Best Show Gems, it's a sliver, a slice, a sampling of what we do during the full three-hour extravaganza that is the best show on WFMU. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this. Or actually, if you're working out, lean up and get excited and get ready to enjoy another installment of Best Show Gems. All right, back to the phones. FMU, you're on the air. Hi, looking for Tom Sharpling. Speaking. Tom, uh, this is Rick DeBetto from DeBetto and Nephew's Fine Dining out on Route L. Okay. Uh, do you have a problem with my restaurant? Do I have a problem with your restaurant? Yes. Um, n- you know, n- no. Well, according to Yelp, you have a very big problem with it. Oh. What? what I, this is. What, what, how, can you pers- per, You know. According to Yelp. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? Uh, am I or am I not speaking to Wallflowers Man ninety eight? How do you know that that's my name? First of all, what is Wallflowers Man ninety eight? What does that mean? It's a band, the Wallflowers. It's an old, it's an old account I signed up for. Okay. Like it, it's an old, it's an old uh, internet handle. Okay. I still use I it sometimes. I got it. Oh, when you want to be uh, stealthful, I guess, right? Not be tracked down. Well, you got tracked down. Well, how did you track me down? I, it's a, I'm using just a, a an on a name. That's I'm not using my real name. Right. Well. I have a buddy, uh, Jim, who uh, actually works over at Yelp. Not not so much a buddy as an old high school friend who's terrified of me. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's just say I have something really bad on him. I've had it on him for years. Okay. Yeah, now, now it's time to cash in that chip. So, so hold on. So you read something I wrote. Right. On Yelp. Yeah. Under my private account name. Yeah. And you got your buddy who works there to, to, to do what? Well, he really owes me big time. I, I can't tell you what he did. Uh-huh. I, I can't tell you what I got on. Do you want to know what, what I got on? That's up to you. I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's back in high school. Yeah. And he was out doing driver's ed with our instructor, um, Mr. Rinninder. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Rinninder ended up dying. In the car? In the car while they were driving. It was just the two of them. And it was ruled a, a natural death, just like a, a heart attack, you know? Uh-huh. But in reality, Jim was driving so erratically because he, he was wasted on, on orange. Remember orange? It was that weird drug that floated around Newbridge in the late 80s. Yes. And it made you look like you were asleep, like your face was asleep. Mm-hmm. But you're actually fully awake and yeah. panic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So that just terrified the, the driving instructor, and he ended up, he ended up uh, just croaking. So because of this guy, so yeah. well, he he was also doing doing like maneuvers. <laughs> Apparently, at one point he had on a, he had the car up on one wheel. Really? Yeah. This is a driver's head. He was that yeah. good. It was great, and the guy guy croaked. Well, you, I can just say you. Well, uh, he, he could do serious time in the hut because you know the the uh, there aren't any statues and limitations on murder. Mm-hmm. 
in the hut. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even gonna, it's statute, but what I'm not. Even, I'm just moving forward. Okay. So, well, you just told. I don't know if maybe you should have told that story over the air. I'm on the radio, am I? Of course, you're on the radio. What are you doing over there? What is this? It's a it's a radio show. Really? You know, I sing. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I'm not looking. Yeah. What? No. I'm just, anyway, back, back back to the business at hand. All yeah, right. Yeah. You jerk. Oh, I'm. So I write a thing on. You gave me. You gave me a one and a half out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Why? You said it was the. I'm, I'm reading here the worst dining experience I've ever had. Worse than. The batter butler, whatever that mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Explain. Explain. Yes. Well, I, I did, it was not, it was not a great dining experience. Well, what about it? Well, you know, for starters, I get you know. It, it it was very cramped in there. Cramped. Yeah. Um, it's called intimate dining, pal. But I could barely even move my arms. To, like, eat, to properly eat. Well, okay. On the other hand, on the other side of that, don't you want to see what the other diners are eating? Not at the expense of my own dining experience. Yeah, but they're right next to you. It's almost, it's almost like it's family style at that point, only you don't know the other members of your family. I didn't like that at all. It oh. was terrible. Well, well, what else about it? Well, you know, I mean, the, it was very cramped. The The service was horrible. Ugh, well, that's my nephew, Sal. I got I to gotta fire him. He was... He, he, was just, he, he just can't seem to get into a groove. No, he was so... I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times I asked for bread. Yeah, he just... He kind of spaces on the bread and then... And then he gets mad at himself because he forgot it, and he takes it out on you. Yeah. By not giving it to you or throwing it at you. I'm very sorry if you if you if you got it thrown at you. He, he you know what he didn't he didn't throw. It was like an underhand. Yeah, like it's like a toss. But yeah, still, I yeah. mean the the uh, you know the uh, the negative vibe is still very prevalent there. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just like if, if he's not if he's not giving the wrong order to the wrong person, he's mm. he's dumping entire pots of scalding pasta sauce onto their heads. He's done that like five times so far. Well, he didn't do that to me. Thank God. And, he, yeah. and then he's either that or he's always late. He's, he has these horrendous check-tallying errors, mm-hmm. uh, the Wednesday morning rat races, his till-tipping. He's always needing a ride to and from work. It's just too much, mm-hmm. you know? Hey, can you back up for a second? Uh, sure, what? You said, what, you said something about... Oh, his till-tipping. Well, what is till tipping? Well, you know, that's when you 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 just take small amounts of change out of the register. I'm I'm really trying to get him to stop mm-hmm. it. It's really bad. Well, that's not exactly. I was focusing more on the other thing. Oh, the could, bill tallying error. No, you said something about rats. He's late. Okay. Uh, excuse me. What did you say about rats? Oh, the uh, Wednesday morning rat races. What what is a Wednesday morning rat race? Well, after he after we close up, you know, I usually go off. I go home, mm-hmm. uh, and he'll um, he stays to clean up. But then he'll also I've I've caught him doing this at least thirteen times. You know, we have a small rodent problem. Uh huh. And um, he you've seen that movie Ben, right? Yeah. Where yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson has the has the pet rats. 
I don't remember think it was Michael Jackson sure. in the movie. He sang the song. He's in it, too. He's, he's, the, he's the Rat King. No, he's not. That's he's not Rat Michael. Boy in it. <laughs> no, he's... I'm almost positive. Well, I'm, I let's am... Let's wiki this. What's that? Let's, um, I was going to say, let's wiki this, but it's it's really loading slow. Yeah, the internet's down over here, too. Isn't is that, it? Is yeah. that like a statewide thing? I think it's all, all over West Newbridge. Yeah. Something's going wrong. Anyway, so... He'll he'll have these you know he, he's 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 befriended these rats like thirteen of them maybe fourteen at this point uh-huh. and and he has names for them in little outfits and he and he races them and and there's like a like a bunch of guys that come and watch it and they bet on it's like seventy five people in the in the in the kitchen at that point I try to break it up but you know they overpower me a lot of times so you let well you know that the, so he takes the rats. That yeah. are apparently running free in your kitchen. Well, to find running free. Um, are they running? Yeah, scurrying. Uh, yeah. Scur- okay. Scurrying free, I'll give you. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay, he'll give me yeah. scurrying free. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, and he, he puts them in little outfits? Oh, yeah. He puts a lot of care into these outfits. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he farms the work out to his, his, uh, to his um, grandmother, mm-hmm. who's my... What would that be to me? I never even thought about this. He's my nephew. Yeah. His grandmother is what is my mother? Well, I can't even figure this out sometimes. I'm bad with that stuff, too. Me, too. Hey, hey. Yeah? Here's what I think. Well, no, no, well let me just say. What? Yes? Maybe you might want to do something about the uh, having rats running around your uh, kitchen. I'm working on it. I'm calling exterminators. I'm trying to get numbers for them. They're hard mm-hmm. to find. Exterminators are not hard to find. Uh, it's my it's my experience. They are well. It, I, it's very easy to find an exterminator. You know what would have made your dining experience much better? I have to ask you this: what? Did, did you get our specialty that night? The specialty. Yeah. What was the specialty again? Well, it's no secret that that uh, DeBetto's uh, specialty is the fifty dollar slice. It's our best dish. The. F- you know what? I saw that on the board. I thought it might have been a joke or something. Wait, what? No. You uh, you have a slice of pizza on the yep. menu. Is that uh-huh. what it is? A slice of pizza? Oh, it's more than a slice. Come on. We couldn't charge 50 bucks for it if it was just a slice. Well, okay. Well, uh, tell me about the $50 slice. Okay, I'll nutshell it for you, okay? Sure. We start with a crisp flour crust, uh, and then we add, add tangy marinara sauce. And a heaping portion of mozzarella cheese. Please don't say that. What cheese? No. Marinara sauce? No. Crust? No. What is it? The other word you said. Oh, mozzarella. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, I don't like that at all. Why? I hate how you say that. Mozzarella? Oh, that's terrible. You don't like mozzarella cheese? I don't like... Please, I'm... I'm, Okay, here's what you do like, though. What? We serve that... Gorgeous slice of pizza mm-hmm. up, yeah. On a copy of season five of Archie Bunker's Place on Blu-ray. You lost me there for a second. What do you mean? Because you just first of all, you described a completely average slice of pizza. No, it's not though. It's tangy marinara. And Tom, yeah, that mozzarella cheese is is. Oh, please stop. Oh, yeah. You described a plain slice. No, it's not. And it's served on what? A Blu-ray of... There's also oregano, real oregano oh. on it. Oh, re- oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very impressive. Yeah. 
So how? So it's it's served on what a, a Blu-ray disc of Archie season Bunk- five of Archie Bunker's place. Uh huh. Yeah. Why? What do you mean why? It's just it, that's a gift. That's a, that's that, that's what makes it special. It's wonderful. Uh huh. Hey, you know, I noticed you said that the entertainment was bad. How could you say that? Well, you know, you, you have that. It was so loud in there. What was the the the? It was like a. What would you even call that? Was that like jazz rock? Yeah, it's like a seven-peak jazz rock band. Yeah. And it's like the place is small enough already. Maybe you could space the tables out a little more if you didn't have a seven-piece band in there. Well, then they couldn't stretch out, though. That's great music. I mean, who, who doesn't love munching along to a song in 713 time? I didn't. And I'll didn't. tell you one thing. Yeah. You'd be hard-pressed to find a better jazz rock guitarist than Milt Morton. Guys like the white Al Demiola. <coughs> You're right there. Yeah. The white Al. Okay, the white Al Demiola. Okay, yeah. that's fine. But and how about how about Herm on the Thunder Broom? The Thunder Broom. Yeah, bass. The you name you name me one other restaurant that has a seven string bassist who goes from table to table playing your favorite bass runs. I don't think there is another restaurant that See? does that. Yeah, and I think there's a reason why. Well. Great, great music. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, between you and me, yeah, these guys cost me nothing. I, I, I pay them in food. You pay them? How, how, how are you swinging that? Well, here's the deal. They, they have a pretty, even, even though these guys are great players, mm-hmm. they have a very hard time finding gigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, why are they having a hard time finding gigs if they're so talented? Well, for Milt, it's, it's the hate speech conviction. I'm sorry? Um, Milt has this hate speech uh, thing in his past. He, he was the leader of Return to the Fatherland, the world's only racist jazz rock band. Return to the Fatherland. Yeah, it's kind of a play on Return to Forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They were good, but it was, it was odd because all instrumentals. But it was hateful. Exactly. Like, yeah. So they were able to convey mm-hmm. hatred. Yes. Instrumentally. Absolutely, yeah. It's pretty impressive. I, I've seen videos. Uh-huh. And, and Herm, um, he got caught trying to make love to that Civil War cannon in Newbridge Park. <laughs> it, it got him red-balled from the musicians' union and, and the local club scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's disgusting. Yeah, he got red-balled. Uh-huh. Again, don't say that either. You know what that is? I don't... What? It's when they not only won't the club hire you, mm-hmm. or, or, or the, the union guys won't farm out gigs to you, mm-hmm. they actually try to maim you. So it's like, an, it's like a violent version of blackballing something. Yeah, they got red-balled, yeah. I, and, uh, but I'll tell you, this works out great for me because I don't have to pay taxes on what I, I, I would pay them, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be honest, at this point, I'm not paying taxes to anybody. My life is strictly cash in hand. Again, you know you're on the radio, right? Hey, hey. What? Between you and me? Yeah. Mom's the word on that, okay? Mum, what? Mum's the word? No, mom's the word. No, it, it's mum's the word. What is? The, the, You've the, never heard that expression, mom's the word? No, it's mum's the word. It's mom's the word. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's like, it's like you know, it comes from this, uh, the derivation of this is mm-hmm. like when you... Uh, 
you know, when you were a kid and you'd rifle around through your mom's underwear drawer looking for change or, I don't know, cigarettes or God knows what else. Hello. Good Lord, the stuff I found in, in my dear mama's panty drawer. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever... Hey, heard. you can't say that about my mama. That should be... That's a TV show, isn't it? You can't say that about my mama. You can't. I think, I think Esther Roll was in it, wasn't she? I don't know. Hey, you know what? What? You got to come on Thursday. Thursday to the restaurant? Yes, because that's improv night. Mm-hmm. We have the best improv troupe in Newbridge. Uh-huh. You have an yeah. improv troupe. Oh, yeah, they're great. Uh-huh. Yeah. What are they called? Radioactive Calzone from Hell. So you have an improv troupe called Radioactive Calzone from Hell. Yeah, isn't that a great name? That's a really bad... Hey, shut up. These guys are a riot. They did uh-huh. this this scene the other night. It was great. There was, a, there was a guy there who was eating there, an older guy, and he had a, a prosthetic leg. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they took it, and they were using it as like a, like a machine gun, and they reenacted the entire first 15 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. With this guy's prosthetic leg? Yeah. Against his will? Sort of. But do you recall those first 15 so, minutes? Sort of. Yeah. What's that? Do Me? I recall the first 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, it was the, this violent... Really violent, uh... Edgy. Yeah. There's some, there's some good jokes in that, though. In what? In the first 15 minutes? There's no jokes in the first 15 minutes are. of Staving Private Ryan. No. They made it funny. You know who loves them? Who? And sometimes also joins in with them in performances? Who's that? Our celebrity greeter. Who's, your, who's the celebrity greeter? Uh, his name's Reggie Monroe. <laughs> Reggie Monroe. Yes. The guy from who got thrown off Survivor in the he first He was a finalist week. on Survivor. No, he wasn't a finalist. I think he got thrown off in the first week. Well, he would have been, but according to, to Reggie, uh, Mark Burnett yeah. had him whiteballed. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't even say what that is on a public phone. Yeah, let's, let's not talk about that even a little bit. Oh. So, so Reggie Monroe... Are you getting that over there, too? What? This pollen... It's like when is this going to go away? I know it's it's like November it's, already. Yeah, I know. When is it going to stop? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Reggie goes all around. And he meets all the people and he signs a few uh, mouth autographs here and there. What's he? What's that? What's what? What is he doing? He signs a few mouth autographs. What is a mouth autograph? Well, he'll take a bite of your food. Like he'll you know he'll give you the honor of of uh, eating you, that, your food. That is yeah. disgusting. He also signs some real autographs. Uh huh. Before the customers actually come. Uh huh. And it's this great little contest that we have where if, if you have one of the pizza crusts that he signed, you get a special gift. If you – so he signs the pizza crust. He does, yeah. So like well, if a pizza comes over to the table and you look at it and there's yeah. like a signature on it? No, well, the, the signature is actually on the, the inside of the crust, so you'd have to like dig through your, your sauce to get it. To get that's, to see if it's there. That's disgusting. No, it's not. You have to dig through the sauce, so- the yeah, sauce to to find a, to hopefully find a signature. And then you get this great prize. And w- what is the great prize? Um, it's a free copy of season five of Archie Bunker's Place on Blu-ray. <laughs> what is it with you and season five of Archie Bunker's Place? Well, between you and me, yeah, I have a whole skid full of them. Uh huh. Yeah. And how did you get a skid of Archie Bunker's place? My my other nephew? Yeah. He's kind of a bad dude. Uh-huh. And he um, hijacked a uh, 
truck that was on its way to Best Buy. Okay. And the only thing he could get off of it before the uh, cops came was a skid of, of that. Of season five of Archie Bunker's Place yeah, on yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah. Remember that season? I don't remember season five of Archie Bunker's Place at all. It's pretty intense. I mean, I've watched this thing a million times, and it, it haunts me. Really? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Um, it was this, the whole season is, is basically about uh, Archie Bunker's niece, uh, Suzanne, mm-hmm. and she runs away. She's like a teenager at this point. She runs away to Manhattan, and she gets involved in the um, New York City CBGB's punk rock scene. Mm-hmm. And she starts hanging out with the members of uh, these bands, like with names like Cause for Alarm and um, Murphy's Law, um, The Abused. And she becomes the mascot for, uh, for this band called Agnostic Front. You know, just kind of tagging along and polishing their boots and oiling their tats and stuff. And uh-huh. there's these three whole episodes that took place. They're filmed on the Bowery. It's amazing, like super gritty stuff. And, and all these guys in these bands played themselves, too. Um, Vinny Stigma and Harley Flanagan, they actually ended up getting Best Supporting Actor nods at that year's SAG Awards. They were so good. Really? Yeah. So, so, so she's hanging out with all these bands. Absolutely, yeah. And then what happens? Well, you know, and of course... Archie has no idea where she is, and he, but he eventually finds out several episodes in, into the season, and he goes down to Seabees with his, his buddies you know, mm-hmm. to, to get her back. Uh-huh. So he goes down there on, on a, a, like a Sunday afternoon when they're having a hardcore show. It's the, uh, the Cro-Mags, Agnostic Front, Adrenaline OD, and Wide Eye. Yeah. And um, so Archie and his crew, they get there, and they're stopped at the door by the owner. And I guess for legal reasons, they couldn't use the, the real name of the guy that actually owned CBGB's. Hilly Crystal. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So they had to change his name to Rocky Diamond. So, okay. Yeah. So what happens now? So Archie and his crew, they storm in there with baseball bats. And they get in this huge brawl with the New York City hardcore kids. And actually, in, in one scene, you can see Scott Ian from Anthrax. He's just kind of checking it out. And also, John Oates is in one of the scenes, which is very odd. I'm not sure what he was doing there. Anyway, Archie and his crew, they, they get the niece back, but in the melee, Rocky, the, the, uh, the owner of CBGB's, gets killed. And the next several episodes is Archie, Archie going on trial for his murder. I never heard about any of this. Well, it's it, it wasn't really promoted that well because it was pretty intense and pretty, pretty. I mean, this is like 1983 at this point, so it's so, kind of so it's kind of crazy. So you're saying that the end that the Archie Bunker's place for season five? Yeah, it's the final season. Archie murders somebody yeah. or is accused of murder. Uh, well, he he did. Well, that's the thing. It's shot in such a way that you you're not sure, but it's he probably did it. Yeah. Yeah. So he ends up what he ends up on trial? Yeah, yeah. The um the trial takes up like six episodes of this season. It goes it goes on a long time and over the course of the of those six episodes all uh-huh. the old characters come back. Really? But, they're, they're, but they couldn't get the actors so they're played by other people. Like I think Robert Hedges plays Meathead. It's Juan Epstein. Yeah, exactly. So Juan Epstein comes back as Meathead. Yep, and I think Ron Polillo um plays someone else. Who would he who would he have played? Uh I, I don't know. Oh he play he plays um he plays what's his name? 
uh, Sherman Helmsley, his character. George Jefferson. So Horshack yeah. comes back and plays uh, yeah. George Jefferson. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. And the final episode, oh my God. What happens in the final episode? Archie goes to the electric chair. What? Yeah, it's very intense. And then, and then what happens? He gets electrocuted. That's the final scene that's like, you know, you, you, it's shot in such a way where you don't see it because they can't show it, but, but you know, it's, they show the reactions from everybody, um, you know, the, all the family members and the, and, the, and the minister, and then it just kind of fades to black. A lot of people didn't see it because of, of when it was aired. When, when did they air this finale where they electrocuted Archie Bunker? Well, it, uh, it actually went up against the mash finale. It was the exact same night, same time. But wasn't wasn't that on the on CBS also? It was on CBS, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I guess CBS knew it was so controversial that they made some agreement with ABC to show it because the entire world would be watching mash. Yeah. You know, so nobody would see it anyway and it was uh, I think the stat on that is it was the lowest rated finale ever, even worse than that final episode of I Sh- I shouldn't be dead. Remember that? It was that Shout Network show where ghosts confront the still-living people who cause their accidental deaths? Yes, I do remember that show. Yeah. Yeah, I sh- that was... That was... Uh, I, I could not even stomach that show. I know, it was gross. <laughs> do you remember when that one guy was just screaming? They were screaming, yeah. On that show? I hated it, yeah. It was... Uh, How did... So, Art... I had no idea... Yeah. That... Archie Bunker, mm-hmm. that he ends, he, that all in the fa- the character from All in the Family ends up getting electrocuted. He does, yeah. And I'll tell you what, man, it makes the early episodes of All in the Family really hard to watch because you know that this dude's going to get zapped in like twelve years. Yeah, that would that would make it weird. Yeah, that you're watching or uh, you watch episodes of All in the Family and you know that Archie Bunker gets electrocuted. I know. Wow. And you know what? What? I don't know. I guess what what you said's been kind of sinking in. How you didn't like the restaurant and you had a bad time and uh-huh. talk about the rats and stuff. And mm-hmm. My restaurant does stink. It's a joke. Well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna just close it up. I'm actually back here right now in the kitchen. I'm gonna. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't have to. Um, you, there's always room for you know, like improvement with the, with the place. You know what I mean? No, I'm done. I'm out. No, that's it. I always, you know, if there's stuff you didn't try. If there's stuff you didn't try. Okay. Well, if there's. You don't think that there's any way you could improve on. What was the, that? You don't think there's any way you could improve on how things uh, are in the restaurant? I don't think so, no. Like, what do you think I could do? Like, maybe take some of the criticism to, into account and, uh, and try to, you know, try to improve on things, you know? I don't... Do you think so? Yeah, like, maybe make more room for the customers, for example, you know? Wow. Hey, maybe you're right. You know, I, th- I think I'm gonna like add like a whole addition onto it or something. An addition onto what? O- onto the restaurant, like another story or something. Oh, I just got this great idea. Yeah. 
Oh, my God. You know um, Bella Mottos out on Pancake Road? Yes. It's like the best Italian place in town, right? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, my God. This just came to me. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to switch our signs one night when, 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 when like, it's super late at night. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's going to come to my place thinking it's their place. But they're still going to love my food, and they're going to be my customers for life. Yeah, you're you're kind of losing me there. What what, what are you going to do? Yeah, I, I'm going to switch our signs mm-hmm. so people are, will think that they're going to go to Delamato's. Yeah, when they're actually actually going to my place, but then they will like the food so much because then maybe they they heard think bad things about my place, mm-hmm. and and they they um and that they wouldn't have gone normally, but now because they think they're going to Delamato's, they go to my place. That's crazy, and they love it. What's crazy about it? You're tr- you're, you think you're going to trick people into going because you changed the signs? Yeah, it can work. You know what else I'm going to do? What? I'm going to go down and I'm going to stand in um, the Newbridge ter- uh, train terminal. Yeah, yeah. And le- at, you know, for, for the morning rush hour, like seven in the morning or so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give out samples to the people. Samples of of what? My food. I mean, can you imagine that? They get off the train and 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 they get to eat this great warm squid parm. School. And when are you doing this? Like seven thirty in the morning. <laughs> seven thirty. They're going to eat yeah. squid. You want them to eat Italian food, like squid parm? I do. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just wh- worried about something. Why would you give them that in the morning? Because that's my best dish mm-hmm. next next to the fifty dollars slice. And but what's n- the goal there that they would? That the, I mean, I can't imagine that that they won't just love it. But my my fear is that they're going to be so into my squid parm at mm-hmm. seven thirty in the morning. Yeah. That, that they're going to demand like a full meal then, mm-hmm. or like in the, in the, like an hour or so, and yeah. we don't open until you know, of course, like five. Yeah, I, I would think you might have other concerns because uh, that that sounds that's the craziest thing I've ever heard that you're going to um, you're going to bring squid parm at seven thirty in the morning and ask people to eat it and expect them. To, the, you're you're wor- the thing you're worried about is them wanting full meals, not. That that is the most. I gotta say that's completely illogical. Yeah, you're probably right. I should just I should just start packing up again. I'm gonna do that. I think. Well, I I should just I should just torch this place. Torch the place. Yeah, yeah. I would. You know, well, I'll torch it, and you know, hopefully, in the next morning, everyone will just think it was, you know, struck by some JL or something. What's that? Uh, you know, the, the investigators will just think it was, you know, it was JL or something. I don't know. What What is that? Oh, you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. You know what I mean. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. They got hit by a bolt of JL. Oh, my God. That is... That's... I'm not even going to explain what that is. That's yeah. about, that's com- Well... That's horrifying. Who cares? Because it's over. What's horrifying? What was you, that? You are horrifying. Well, you won't have to bother with me anymore because this place is going to be gone. You know, everything's going to be moved out of it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. The last you ever heard of me. Well, again, you don't have to quit just because. Don't don't quit. Why? Because you're not being logical with give this. Give me give me one reason why I shouldn't quit. Why I shouldn't just shudder this place? Because you've actually got you've got something that can be improved upon. Well, how can I improve it? Don't have a jazz band in there, like a seven-piece jazz band. Yeah, maybe you're right. 
Make room for the customers. Okay. That was, yeah. Both of those are ridiculous things that they're so cramped and the band was so loud. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? What? I just had the greatest idea. What's that? Ch- check this out. You know how, how, how the New York Giants, the football team, you know, they're, they, they do that thing where they, they give out Thanksgiving dinners and stuff. They go to like a, like a homeless shelter. Yeah. yeah. And then they feed the homeless. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to convince the New York Giants that my restaurant is actually a soup kitchen, like a homeless shelter. And then all the players are going to come and they're going to serve all my customers. And, but I'm, I'm going to tell my customers to dress up like as homeless people. So then, like, the Giants will be thinking that they're actually serving these homeless people, and I'm still charging money for them to come in, so I still get, I still get money. And then at the end of the night, I'm gonna, I'll come clean, and I'll tell the truth. And, of course, I'll, I'll make, like, a small donation to the homeless, but then all the players are going to be so impressed by the food, because you know, they've had samples and stuff, that they're going to want to eat and hang out at my place all the time. And I'll become the restaurant of the New York Giants. That... Wow, that's... It's, I know, wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, a different kind of wow. I know, wow. It's like, they're going to want to eat in my place, you know, just like Mickey. No, like who? Mickey. Mickey. Yeah, Mickey Dolans. Mickey Dolans eats at your place? Oh, my God, yes. What an angel of a man. He's like a, he's like a true god to us here. Really? Yeah, he comes by whenever he's in town. Mickey Dolan's from the Absolutely. Monkees. Absolutely, yeah. He'll help out in the kitchen. He'll cook. He'll do whatever's needed. I once saw him carry two entire loads of dirty dishes on his back like a pack mule. He insists on carrying it on his back. Uh-huh. Yeah. He actually once saved the guy's life here. Really? Yeah, it was, it was, oh, it was scary. This guy was choking. And we were just terrified. We were kind of frozen in fear. It was so bad. This guy was, we thought this guy was going to die. Uh-huh. But and so, what did he do? Well, he's choking. He's choking, and so Mickey comes running out of the kitchen. He was he was like cooking up some squid parm. Mm-hmm. He has a great recipe for squid parm. Better than mine. So he goes out, and he just he's just the the essence of coolness. And he just walks up to the guy, rubs his hands together, his own hands, mm-hmm. and he swirls them around an inch away from the guy's neck, you know, his throat, where the choking is taking place. And the guy, like, lurches back and throws up a fully formed slice of pizza. What? Solid, yes. Like, it had not had a bite taken out of it. I've so, never seen anything like it. And people were going in shock because they thought, like, he was some sort of guru or something. And Mickey just bowed and, he, and, and says to the man, he just bowed to him and goes, Namaste. So, just, just back, hold on a second. So, yes. he rubs his hands together. Right. And then what happens? The guy lurches back, mm-hmm. throws up a fully formed slice of pizza. Like after he had eaten He had eaten pizza. an entire slice of pizza. Yeah. So it reformed. It did somehow. Ba- so it was like time went backwards. It did. I don't know what happened. But I'll tell you, there's nothing Mickey Dolans can't do. Between his movie directing and his studio drumming. I mean, he still does sessions. His studio drumming. Yeah. I've ne- I, did, I have never heard that he is a studio he, drummer. Oh, yeah. He plays on all kinds of albums. You know, he... The word is that he's the drummer on those Kurt Vile records. Have you heard of him? Kurt Vile? Sure, I know Kurt yeah. Vile. I, I heard that the, 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 that the regular drummer just can't handle it. Mm-hmm. 
but you know, like Mickey, he he gets he charges like a thousand dollars a song. Really? Yeah. So that, that's where all, all all the money for Kurt's last record went. You know, the budget just gets eaten up by Mickey because he's playing on like you know teens of songs. You yeah. Know? And so apparently, like he got into a huge fight with um, this guy Jerry Cousins. He's the head of Kurt's label, uh, Matador. Back back up now. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Jerry Cousins. He's the owner. He's the co-owner of of Kurt's label. Jerry the, Cousins. Yeah. Gerard Cosloy. Who? Gerard Cosloy. Who's that? That's the guy who you're. I think you're talking about. Not Jerry Cousins. I think it's Jerry Cousins. I've never heard of. It's Anywho, not. he's the head of Kurt's Kurt's label. Yeah. And I guess they had they had a run. They were upset about how much Mickey was charging mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. So so he he um. I guess Matadorf didn't want to play pay that much. Matt, what's that, Matadorf? Did you say Dorf? Yeah, Matadorf. That's the that's the label. Yeah, Matador. What, what do you think it's called? I think it's called Matador. You've seen their logo, right? Yeah, so it's like the red cape or something. Yeah, yeah, like that a Matador the, uses. Matador. It's not Matador. I, no, it's. Well, you spell it. M A T A D O R. Uh, you left a P H off the end there. No, it's Matador. No, well, it's not Matador. We could argue all night about that. Well, we really. I could disprove that if the internet would only work here. Right, I know. What's going I, on here? I think I Officer don't know. Harris needs to get in on this. Yeah. Hey, anyway. What's that? Are you excited to see uh, Mickey's film? Make what film? Well, you know he's, he he directs. Okay. And he, and he has a feature length that, that that's that's almost done. Uh huh. Yeah, it's based on a on a true event, I guess, that actually happened to him. It really, really impacted him. This this thing. What is it? Well, um, the film is, is it's about a hideous monster that terrorizes tennis fans at Arthur Ashe Stadium mm-hmm. in um, New York. Yeah. Yeah. It's called um, Creature Court Fort. What's the name of that movie? Creature Court Fort? I guess it's a play on Creature Comfort. You kind of shoehorned that in there. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Cre- creature Court Fort. Yeah, I guess the the monster lives in a fort or something. I, it's probably not even a fort, but I think he had to refer to it as a fort just to, sh- like I said, to shoehorn that, that name in there. Yeah. Um, But no, that's, that, that is a really dumb name for a movie. Hey. Creature Court Fort? Fort? Yeah. As creature comfort. I guess so, yeah. yeah. I, I guess this monster just, like, spooked him, this crazy, gross... He described it as, like, a pig ape. A pig oh, that, ape man or something. Yeah, that's yeah. that's nice. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. What? Oh, so... Do you remember when I was saying that I was going to torch this place and you yeah. talked me out of it? But can I just back up one second yes. before you t- tell your... Uh, uh, hurry, uh, please. Yes. The idea of you having the New York Giants, yes, who are all huge guys, right, right, and you're going to trick them, yes, and you think they're just, why do you sound so anxious? Because remember when I said I was going to torch the place, yeah, and you talked me out of it. It turned out that I actually did sort of torch it, but I didn't think it actually took fire. Like I, I, I lit like a little bit of a curtain. Mm-hmm. It's really flaming now. The place is so you set it's your place ca- on fire. It's getting to you know. I don't want to use the word engulfed yet, mm-hmm. but it's bad. And I can't call the fire department. Why? Because I did something terrible to them. 
Okay. I slashed the, the tires on all the fire trucks one night because I was mad about something that didn't really involve them at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, what am I going to do? Uh, you need to, you probably do need to call the fire department. Flames! Extinguish yourselves! Flames! Extinguish yourselves! What are you doing? I'm trying to get the flames to extinguish themselves. By yelling at them? Yes! It's not working amazingly. So, oh, no. You know what's happening now? What? The phone is, like, kind of melting. Yeah. And I, I don't even know. Hello? Wow. That was something else. What do you think of that, Mike? Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Best Show Gems. This is a sampling of the full three-hour Best Show on WFMU, which can be heard each and every Tuesday night live at WFMU.org, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. until midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can listen anywhere on the globe at WFMU.org. If you're in the New York area, you can listen over your radio at 91.1. If you're in the Hudson Valley area, outside of New York City, check out the show at 90.1. And if you need more information on the show, go to friendsoftom.com. That is the best show on WFMU website. I want to thank a few people who are uh, instrumental in making sure this show takes place every other week. I want to thank Martin DeGrell, who is the executive producer of Best Show Gems and the curator of this program. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the, uh, the man who has been in charge of the entire Best Show on WFMU archiving for ages now. He is the architect behind this whole thing. None of it would be happening without you, Mel. Thank you so much. John Worcester, of course. Thank you for all the stuff uh, you do and we do together. You're the funniest dude alive. AP Mike for all your work helping keep the show running smoothly. I want to thank Spoonie for coming up with the Best Show Gems logo. And again, if you want to listen to a full episode of the Best Show on WFMU, go to WFMU.org. There are archives up there covering the entire decade plus of the Best Show on WFMU. They're all waiting up there for you to listen to at WFMU.org. And thank you for listening to this, and we hope to... uh, have you hear us soon i don't know if you're hearing it or not i'm gonna assume you are so thank you so much and uh we will see you soon hi